Man, I'm so pleasing, it's a goddamn shame. Welcome ladies and gentlemen, this is Pedro DeLuca, and now it is time for your main event of the evening. Introducing your host from Northeast Ohio, he is heavy set, and now here is the Ohio Indie Report. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Ohio Indie Report right here on Kayfabe Sports Radio, where it's all a work. And yes, you have downloaded or you are listening to a non-football episode on Kayfabe Sports Radio. That's right. I apologize that through the month of uh, September, that's all, all I posted was NFL Easy Picks because that's pretty much was the only things going on. And, you know, I'm going to update you once again on what's going on in my personal life. Uh, I was supposed to leave for that externship the week after. Well, to put it in a certain way, I, des- I decided to change companies, went to, th- to the first company I went to. Yes, first, because there's more than one. I went there. I was there for two days during their orientation. A problem came up with my driving history, uh, something that I didn't put on my application that I swore that I did. And they basically said, we can't hire you because of that. It sounded like it was insurance reasons. Then I go to another company about a week or so later. And basically with that, I had a different physical that I had to do. Normally you have your normal physical, but they have physical part of their test that they want you to do things that you have would have to do on the job. And I didn't exactly pass. And the thing that I didn't pass was you have to stand on your feet for 30 seconds. And it's 30 seconds each foot. And I had trouble with that because I have uh, very bad ankles. So that kind of screwed that crap up Uh, now i'm leaving for another company next week so this leaves me being able to go to girls night out and which is why i'm bringing you this episode it's it's been just stressful with a whole bunch all this other stuff i have the weekly nfl easy picks which have been popping up on this channel for a reason so it's just it was just finding time to do an episode and not being 100 percent sure whether i would be able to make it and also too it's how i would do this episode girls night out episodes are just okay i've never really done a girls night out episode but it's the fact girls night out events are kind of different i don't get to see all these wrestlers as much so i i felt like i i would i would need somebody on i was thinking about asking thorn to be on but it seems like he's done a lot i just had made on not that long ago and i don't want her on so close i like to have her on again sometime i mean just definitely one of my favorites but so basically i'm going to go at it solo this time and we're going to see how it goes, and I have acquired every single promo that you've heard from AIW, whether they've released it strictly just on YouTube, or they've, they've put it in the Absolute TVs that they have finally brought back to YouTube, and I know they're trying to do it once a week, so throwing promos in there, I have acquired those promos, so basically... I'm going to be playing those throughout the show, and before I move on to anything else, I'm also going to do a Gleam in the Cube results, just throwing those out there, and and briefly my experience. I thought it was actually a really good show, but let's get on to some commercials. Not really, I'm not going to play any of this this point in time. I'm just going to plug stuff, because I've, I've noticed that's what people do. I normally do it at the end, or 
on NFL Easy Picks. I've been we've been doing some commercials in the middle. But I'm actually going to give you throw it out now. Screw it. I want everyone to check out my friends at Uncle Mike and Tom. They just did a very lengthy episode, and I'm actually in the middle of listening to it. And their first two guests, which take up two and a half hours. As I'm being told, I'm only about an hour and 15 minutes in. I still got more to go. But they sit down with Chandler Biggins and John Thorne of AIW, and they talk girls' night out and everything in between. And you know what? I'll, I'll wait to get something that I know they semi-address, and I'll get to it later in the show. But check out Uncle Mike and Tom. I love what they do. Whenever I get a chance to listen to them, I do. And I definitely recommend them to everybody. Also, check out my friends at the Trending Topics Network at TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. That's the network I used to be a part of when I first did NFL Easy Picks, and now they have reformed a little bit uh some shows have left besides my myself and my, my, my one friend but i'm still on one show on there i'm not a host but if you like movies old school at the movies is definitely a great show if you're into technological stuff there's a show on that there's a show on news too so definitely go check them out i, I highly recommend movies because i think a lot of people like movies and it's kind of fun to sit down and just hear what people think on on movies no matter what your background is so so check out that and last but not least check out more about us go to www.kfabesports.com since everything has has gone on with nfl easy picks We've actually acquired a domain. You actually have to put www for right now because my partner, the guy who I, I do NFL Easy Picks with, he has to go in and fix whatever he did to make it to where you can put kfabesports.com and it pops up. If you put that in, it pops up GoDaddy, and it's I don't understand it. But also, with us and www.kfabesports.com, you can, from there, find our links to all of our friends, which include the Trending Topics Network, the John Report, Old School at the Movies, Macho Men Radio, and the Impact Players, both shows on Blog Talk Radio, the Hashtag Ask Podcast, Four Corners Radio, the AllWrestling.com Weekend Review, among others. But you can find links to find us on Facebook and Twitter, all the shows and the network. Okay, both shows and the network itself. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Yes, the whole spiel. I'm really trying to get all these aspects out. If you like football, please like NFL Easy Picks and follow NFL Easy Picks on Twitter. Obviously, you are listening to the Ohio Indie Report. So like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and the network in general, which will have network news and other stuff. And last but not least, if you want to host a show, let us know. Anything sports-related is what we're trying to do. It's I'm throwing it out there. You don't have to pay anything. Currently, I'm paying $10 a month for my Podbean account. It, hell, if you want to donate, there's PayPal donations on there, too. And, yeah, that's that's about it. Kayfabe Sports Radio, www.kfabesportsradio.com. Please check it out. Let us know what you think, and let us know if you can help out with anything or you can do anything. But enough with the plugs, enough with everything. Let's start getting into wrestling. Let's start getting into AIW, one of my favorite promotions. And it, it certainly shows that I'm, I'm happy that I happen to stumble across something while I was getting this show ready. Sometimes I pull up some results from the shows, even though I, I went... I have to look through my Twitter feed for the Ohio Indie Report to figure out what I said and everything and all the results. But I figure sometimes if I pull something from a website and actually have it, you know, line by line, I don't have my additional retweets or things that happened during the show, my comments. I just want to get the, the quick rundown. And I stumbled upon pwponderings.com and their results. 
and AIW Gleam in the Cube, August 30th, 2013, Cleveland, Ohio, AIWrestling.com, and right below that it says Credit Ohio Indie Report. PW Ponderings, I thank you for using me and crediting me for this. And feel free to do it every single show. It's what I do. You don't have to get it from anywhere else. Please, I love I love this fact that getting supported by PW Ponderings. I don't know if it got any followers or not, but I do I do, I do thank them. And looking at the results, the, the very quick results are Tim Dons beat Josh Prohibition. Mark Andrews beat Peter Dunn and uh, these guys were from England, I will say. They put on a very excellent match. They are coming back for AIW's Double Dare, and we'll get to that towards the end of the show. Next match was supposed to be Biff Busick versus Mr. Touchdown Mark Angel, but Biff Busick was unable to make the show, so Josh Alexander accepted an open challenge and defeated Mr. Touchdown in the match. Next up was the four-way tag team match, and your winners of this was the Submission Squad. They defeated the Jollyville Fuckets, the Sexpa Bombs, and the Hooligans. Next was, it's, it's very tricky, Gary J had his open challenge. It was it was accepted by Hot Young Briley, but it wasn't a, a challenge. It was them just being friends. And Tracy Smothers ended up coming out. And Tracy and Isabel Smothers defeated Gary J and Hot Young Briley. Jock Sampson defeated Sugar Dunkerton, the AIW Tag Team Champions. The Batiri successfully defended their titles, beating Hashtag Nixon. And basically what happened in this match was Chess Flexer came out and he attacked the Duke. And while this was happening, the Batiri was able to get the win. But as Chess Flexer was trying to do his normal escape, Eric Ryan cut him off at the pass. And then after this moment, the whole Nixon squad, Bobby Beverly, Ricky Shane Page, Eric Ryan, and the Duke started beating down Chess Flexer in the middle of the ring. And nobody came out to help Chess Flexer. And on AIW's YouTube page, the first episode of, or one of the episodes of the returning Intense TV, Chess Flexer had these words. They said I was stupid and I was all alone. No one was going to come for me. And they're right, I am all alone. In this fight against Nixon, I'm the outcast. Because I'm the only one that's gone out there and tried to do anything about it. Maybe I don't have any friends. But it's not about me. This is about AIW. And on December 27th, Nixon, I've got a surprise for you. I just hope that I have people behind my back. So by the sounds of that, it sounds like we are getting not the nightmare before Christmas, the nightmare after Christmas. You could hear a bunch of names that are thrown around on the Intense TV episode. But I think that just previews of what we're going to have going on. Chess Flexer, Nixon, this has gone on for a year now, and now we are starting to see Nixon get pissed off, and they're starting to one-up these tricks that Flexer has been doing for a year now. So, what does Chess Flexer have in store for Nixon on December 27th? Time will tell. Hopefully we'll have some sort of answers by hell on earth. But let's move on more on the card and what we've seen at Gleaming the Cube. Next was 
the Fatal 4-Way for the Absolute Championship. Ethan Page defeated Michael Hutter, Colin Delaney, and Eric Ryan to retain the title. Next up, Veda Scott beat Kimberly. After the match, Gregory Iron issues an open challenge, and Angel Dust, of all people, answers the call. Then Angel Dust defeated Gregory Iron in that matchup. Afterwards, Gregory Iron and Veda Scott get into a small argument, but quickly made up. And then getting on to the six-man ladder match for the vacant intense division championship before the matchup bj whitmer forfeited the belt and he had these words Sad and unfortunate to note that since then, B.J. Whitmer has retired from wrestling, and we here at the Ohio Indy Report like to wish B.J. Whitmer the best of luck. Maybe something will turn around to where you can unretire, but at this point in time, thank you, B.J. But in your main event for the evening, in that six-man ladder match of Josh Alexander, Lewis Linden, Flip Kendrick, M-Dog Matt Cross, and Drew Everett, and Marion Fontaine. Now, unfortunately, Marion Fontaine wasn't able to show up at the event. It sounded like it was a traveling problem. So he was out of the match, and that six-man ladder match became a five-man ladder match. There was absolutely no replacement. But your winner and new intense champion, a guy that I called winning it during the match... When I looked over at a friend, I said, wouldn't it be ironic if Lewis Linden wins? And he, he just kind of looked at me, and lo and behold, that's what ended up happening. It seems like Lewis Linden is making some headway in AIW. Now he's the intense division champion. He went from being a tag team wrestler to being a singles wrestler, and he has gone through many people in the, along the way, even his former tag team partner. But enough with the normal AIW stuff. Let's get into the girls' night out and everything going on, because we've been talking about it for such a long time. 
Girls' Night Out, 9 and 10, yes, double taping. Looking forward to this, this Sunday, October 6th, 3 p.m. bell time for the first show, Turner's Hall, 7325 Guthrie Avenue, Cleveland, Ohio. You can still get tickets online, the online exclusive ticket combo deals, the front row VIP. Yes, you have to pay a premium price to get these seats, and they only have a handful left. $40 for the combo VIP and $30 for the combo general admission. Front row VIP includes a meet and greet, a Q&A, and more. Each event, if you want to buy it separately, first row is $25. Bucks. General mission is 20 Oh, so once again, everybody that's going to be appearing at this, Taylor Hendricks, Nikki Storm, Mia Yim, Jenny Rose, Jules Malone, Silesia Sparks with the absolute champion Ethan Page, Sassy Steffi, Mickey Knuckles, Melina Cruz, Jasmine, Alexandra Blaze, Angel Dust, The Social Network, Annie Social, Heidi Loveless, Nikki St. John, Jody DeMilo, Santana Garrett, Savannah Summers, no relation, Leva Bates, Portugal's perfect athlete, Shanna, and I'm pretty sure she will be replacing one of my favorites on the GNL roster, Angelus Lane, who suffered an injury and she's going to be out the rest of the year, so she will be unable to make it, obviously. So there's a lot going on here, a lot of new faces. Personally, honestly, I'm not I'm not going to say I'm not big into women's wrestling. It's some of these names I haven't seen. I don't go too far. I always hear of certain names here and there, certain names I know. Obviously, there's a lot of mainstays, uh, Savannah Summers. Like I said, no relation from Australia. So many matches. I mean, there's people that are local and there's people that are worldwide. People are coming from all over. There's even fans coming from all over, friend of mine. Ben Ward is coming in from England, and I am very excited about this. One, he's a great guy. We have some friends in common that actually live in England. But most importantly, he's bringing me Jelly Babies, uh, a little treat that is only in, not only in Europe, it's not in the U.S. I don't even know if it's in Canada. So it's something I wanted to get my hands on. He's going to bring some over on his trip. So I'm looking forward to that part. But the, the card in general, I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of these names. And I'm going to try to do something to silence some some critics. And I, I implore all my fellow AIW fans to do the same thing. Let's get on our feet for this show. Let's go crazy for this show. I'm getting tired of hearing people on the internet bash us AIW fans. You know what? I'll be bluntly honest. I kind of jumped down the throats of Uncle Mike and Tom when they said some things about AIW fans, but since then uh, we've kind of basically met in the middle. They said it really wasn't us. You know, there are some bad fans, and I think that's what it was. They had some experience with some bad fans, and AIW definitely has some bad fans. I don't exactly know a lot of them. You get people that just seem to come in. They're drunk assholes. They, they're they just completely inappropriate, and they obviously give people a bad time. And it's not everybody. There are good AIW fans, and that needs to be said, not just here on this show, it needs to be said everywhere, it needs to be said on message boards, instead of worrying about what one of the owners is doing in his personal life. That's something not something I talk about on this show, because it's none of my business. I've heard rumors that supposedly one of the owners had a relationship with one of the female wrestlers. I don't give a damn about that, and I don't understand why anybody would throw out stuff like that. The problem is, when you get people on the internet, especially the one freaking episode that I heard of a particular podcast, ran their mouth about AIW, in my opinion... They're nothing but hipsters, and all they want to do is bash everything that's not Shakara. They'll talk about going to one show and chanting whatever they want, but when someone says something on AIW, oh no, that's bad, that's 
bad. They're such bad people. They're, you know what? If you want to come to AIW show, I will buy your tickets and I will provide security for you. I am passionate about AIW and it pisses me off when people run their mouth about this organization. This, these are good wrestlers, good people, and we in general are good fans and we won't have you bring you in and part of our lives. There are many different circles when it comes to the AIW crowds and like friends you that you have. There's people that I know that come to every show and I'm not friends with them exactly, but I don't I don't hate them. They're not bad people. It's just they're not my circle. But there are good people in the AIW crowd. There's people that come far and wide and we incorporate everybody into that circle. Dave, one of the biggest female wrestling fans in the world, likes to come over to Cleveland, likes to come to AIW. I've spoken with him. He's a great guy. Ben Ward coming in from England. Once again, a great guy. He's been welcome into some of the circles. Even guys like, even outcasts like Juicy Pat Lucy that I don't particularly see eye to eye on with everything, but he's still accepted in. And there's many of us that are like that. Just because you hear something, you read something, you hear a small thing that you think you hear on a DVD that does not represent the AIW crowd and all the fans. We need to be on our feet. We need to show these women a little bit of respect, but still at the same time, do what we do best and be an absolutely intense crowd. Maybe we do spend a lot of times on our hands. I, I, you're going to have that when you have an emotional roller coaster of a match, one, one match, and then the next match. It's just we're, we're, we're recouping, we're recovering. That's what happens sometimes with crowds. And it doesn't help, too, with me. I'm live tweeting what's going on. I'm letting everybody know who's not at the event, who wants to know about AIW, what's going on. So that takes out a little bit from how I should be getting into it because I have to prog- process what's going on in the ring. I have to live tweet out the results, maybe some comments, maybe this and that, going through my mentions, making sure some... Because I've, I've, I've had people correct me on maybe some mentions. During the la- Gleam in the Cube, I was mentioning... Evangelistico instead of Gary J just because uh, trying to get the names right and for some reason I didn't hit Robo Ginger I was hitting Evangelistico's Twitter name so I mean that happens so I was looking for that and also the hooligans I don't have I didn't have the hooligans on my Twitter so it was I'm having to look up some Twitter handles and sometimes I fall short sometimes you run into that so that's at least from my point of view but I want the fans to go nuts I want us to show these women that we are fans of women's wrestling, that we are fans of wrestling. Granted, are we going to chant some obnoxious things? Are we going to chant some pretty messed up things? Yeah, but that's what we do. Everybody wants the Attitude Era. Every single person, except for probably me and a handful of others, you know, we don't wish that. We, I'm perfectly content on what I get, but that's what everybody loves. Oh, the Attitude Era was so great and blah, 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 blah. You In anything, whether it's WWE or even the indies, you get something that's attitude related. You get an inappropriate chant. You get someone that somehow is getting picked up on the microphone saying an inappropriate word, and you take that as offensive? Give me a fucking break. You want attitude? AIW has it. <sighs> It just pisses me off when, when I hear people bitch about AIW. And like I said, I jumped down the throats of Uncle Mike and Tom without mentioning their names on this show before. 
And I'll admit I was a little bit out of line, but we, we were coming from d- different pages, different angles. And, and we spoke at JLIT. We cleared everything up. They're great guys. I love them for it. I can't wait till they come back to Cleveland. I, I, I love when people who do what I do in, in whatever way they do it, and I meet them, and we have such a, a passion for what's going on and, and, and podcasts in general between them and Four Corners. Great people. But when you, I hear people like from the Manable Claw podcast, and I like Brandon, and that's what pisses me off and saying how bad we are. AIW fans, let's get ready for this show. From the first match to the last match, let's go crazy. We're going to have at least the intermission in between the shows. I don't know if we're going to have intermissions in, be- in the middle of the shows. We'll, we'll see how everything goes. And the greatest thing, getting swinging back into a girls' night out that I'm, I love. And I've said it many times before. AIW does one thing that not a lot of places do. They don't release full cards. Or they have the, the mystery aspects of it. And they're doing that. They have admitted that they are not releasing the full cards for either show. And the only way for you to see them or hear about them is come to this show. Obviously, I'll be live tweeting. So uh, you'll know. But to get firsthand, to know first, you are going to have to be at Turner's Hall. So right now, going through the card really quick. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch on a few aspects because I still have, I have some promos. But so far, these are the matches announced for Girls' Night Out 9. Silesia Sparks versus Taylor Hendricks. Nikki Storm versus Kimber Lee. Annie Social versus Jules Malone. Santana Garrett versus Jenny Rose. Melina Cruz versus Angel Dust versus Heidi Loveless. The first ever Girls' Night Out three-way dance. Sassy Steffi versus Savannah Summers. Leva Bates and Sandra Bale versus Jasmine and Jody DeMilo. The main event, I'm guessing for the night, the Dream Partner Tag Team Match. Allison Kay with a mystery tag team partner versus Veda Scott and her mystery tag team partner. In Girls Night Out 10, we have been promised that the social network, Nikki St. John and Heidi Loveless will be in action. In tag team action, actually. Kimberly versus Santana Garrett, Nikki Storm versus Mia Yim, Mickey Knuckles versus Jenny Rose, Portugal's perfect athlete Shanna versus Australia's Savannah Summers in the main event. Allison K defends her AIW women's title against Veda Scott, who won her contract, who won her title opportunity at Girls Night Out 8. So some of the things we have going on with this and some of the things we've heard, obviously Leva Bates, Leva Bates doesn't have a very strong record in AIW and she hasn't won a match. She's ran into problems with against Veda Scott and Haley hatred on AIW's YouTube page, www.youtube.com slash AI wrestling. Leva Bates have these words to say on how she's getting ready for this match. Hi guys. It's that time of year again. AIW's Girls' Night Out 9 and 10. That's right. That's a double shot of action and a double shot of me. Ah! Fun! I'm gonna be honest with you though. The last couple times I was at Girls' Night Out were a little less than spectacular. I didn't get the win on Beta Scott last time I was there. And the time before, I faced Haley Hatred, who didn't quite grasp and understand the magnitude of how awesome my trouble was. I mean, it's trouble. training really hard for this. I've been training my body and my mind. 
and I have a few secrets up my sleeve. And I'm gonna let you in on some of those secrets I've been working on. First, Marvel Hero Clicks. And you're thinking to yourself, why would a wrestler name Marvel Hero Clicks? <laughs> Besides being awesome, they work strategy and tactics. I know you were busy. However, here is your reminder. Well, thank you, Jarvis. I'll get right to that. As I was saying, every fighter, whether it's a wrestler, boxer, gladiator, bounty hunter, swordsman, adventurer, barbarian, everyone needs some sort of tactics and strategy. I have worked on mine. My next set of skills is precision. How did you, how does one get precision? How would one get precision? I'll show you my secret. Operation. Spider-Man operation, actually. I play this bad boy, and I've got skills like you've never seen. Let me show you. will be in a tag team match with Xander Bale going up against Jasmine and Jody DeMilo, to put it quite shortly. Bates and Bale versus Jasmine and Jody. Curious to see what happens to this. I, I like Leva Bates. I, I love the whole gimmicky gimmick, uh, cosplay gimmick, if you will, of coming out with different things. The only thing from my point of view as 
I'm kind of a, I'm a geek to a point on certain things. Probably about half of the stuff that she's a geek about, I'm not necessarily into. Like, she came out Star Trek, and I'm not a Star Trek fan. She came out Daredevil. I'm not really a Daredevil fan. So I'm always curious to see what she's going to come out like. I'm guessing it's going to be something Marvel-related. For some reason, I want to guess Spider-Man, judging by all the Spider-Man stuff that she had in that, that particular promo. You can't hear it, but you can see it in the video on YouTube. So I'm hoping it's a gimmick of something that I like, that I can go crazy for. I'd love it for it if it was Doctor Who. I'm a huge Doctor Who fan, and maybe something like that. Even if she did one of her many Batman gimmicks, she has done Joker, and the Joker was really, really good. Not sure what to expect out of that one. And also at Girls Night Out 9, we have scheduled Sassy Steffi versus Savannah Summers. Sassy Steffi was also had a promo on a recent episode of Intense TV. Audio was kind of messed up. It's, it's low. It's, it's not seemed like the video is kind of a low quality and the audio suffered because of it. But due to technology, I'm able to extract that audio and turn up the volume. So here's what Sassy Steffi had to say on a recent episode of Intense TV on AIW's YouTube page. AIW Wrestling comes back to Turner's Hall for Girls' Night Out 9 and 10 on October the 6th. You know, that's a really big accomplishment. You guys deserve a round of applause. Two tapings on one day. It's going to be two huge shows. You know, that's awesome. You guys have come so far, especially since I've joined the roster. And don't, don't get me wrong. I know it's you guys that are holding me back. And whoever you throw on my path at Girls' Night Out 9... And Girls Night Out 10, I'm going to destroy, mutilate, and to add further embarrassment, I'm going to make them kiss my sass. So bring it on, because I am more than ready. And if you guys get in my way again, I'll make you kiss my sass. I don't know if you've been living under a rock lately, but in case you have, at the last Girls' Night Out show, which was the iPay-Per-View, Girls' Night Out 8, Mickey Knuckles returned to AIW after being gone for over a year, and obviously through that time, because she had to walk away, was because she had a kid. But three months after having the kid, she came back to AIW, even though she lost to Allison Kay, and since then she has wrestled at least one other match in AIW, being against Tim Donst, my nemesis. But Mickey Knuckles has a lot to prove in AIW, not just AIW, the world. And here's what Mickey Knuckles had to say once again on a recent episode of AIW's Intense TV, which you can find at youtube.com slash AI wrestling. So I get told that uh, no matter what I go through in this life, now I have to go through Jenny Rose at Girls Night Out 10. And I've got just a little word of advice for you, Jenny. See, first little bit of advice. You may have been in Japan, you may have been all around the world, but you ain't never met a bitch like me. I have suffered a broken femur, I have torn ligaments in my body, I've broken bones, every digit. Yet I'm still here. I had a 10 pound baby C-section, came back three months after I had her. I'm still here. I've dealt with the biggest assholes in professional wrestling. I'm still here, man. So I really hope you're ready, because I don't care what I may look like to you. Don't be fooled by the mohawk. Don't be fooled by the fat. Because what's coming towards you is pure aggression, baby. And I guarantee you, you're going to walk away from this one feeling it real, real bad. Girls Night Out 10, Jenny Rose, I really hope you're ready for what's about to happen. Because you're my next step 
I'm proving the world that I still got what it takes to be a competitor. Not just in the women's division here at AIW, but the entire world. I hope you're ready, because I sure am. The Scottish sensation Nikki Storm is looking to make an impact on Girls' Night Out 9 and 10 when she makes her debut with AIW. Girls' Night Out 9, she's going up against Kimberly. And on Girls' Night Out 10, she's going up against Mia Yim. Nikki had something to say to not only one of her opponents, but both of them in this recent promo. And then after that, we'll hear a response from one of her opponents. Kimberly, do you really think it impresses Nikki Storm that you went up and wrestled guys? Do you think that intimidates Nikki Storm? Do you think it scares Nikki Storm? When Nikki Storm steps into those ropes in the middle of that ring, she doesn't do it as a woman, she doesn't do it as a man, she does it as a wrestler. So, in Cleveland, Ohio, Kimberly, October 6th, you're going to find out how and why I built my name in Europe and in Japan. And I hear at the next taping for Girls Night Out, I've got my him as well. Huh. Happy days. Why don't the two of you share an ambulance? You could even share a hospital room. I don't mind. Both of you will find out exactly that Nikki Storm knows no gender. Nikki Storm is a vicious animal. And you and absolute intense wrestling will never be the same again. You have never seen anything like Nikki Storm. I can guarantee it and I can promise it. On October 6th, Nikki Storm will leave behind nothing but pain and destruction. So, Kimberly and Maya Yim, phone your friends and family now and tell them they're not going to see you again after October 6th. Today I decided to go get my favourite boba tea. And as I'm drinking my delicious tea, I decided to check my phone, go through Twitter, and I get this one particular mention. A video from Nikki Storm talking about me, our match, for Girls' Night Out 10. Now, I already wrestled her for Shine 13, and it wasn't an easy fight, and I have all the respect for her, but I did come out with the win. And you know, I'm looking forward to this rematch with her, as I'm going to be bringing back my A again. And I'm expecting a tough fight, but you know what, I'm also expecting to bring back another win. Sunday, I'm looking forward to what Nikki Storm has to put up against girls like Kimberly, who has made a name for herself in AIW, especially after doing what she did in the J-Lit, and Mia Yim is also a very tough competitor, and we haven't seen her since her loss to Veda Scott roughly a year ago, but now Mia Yim is back, and she has her sights locked on Nikki Storm. I like I like the attitude from Nikki Storm and her confidence of going up against these two women. And before we get to the main event of both of the cards, I'm going to go over both shows one more time, leaving off the main event for each, but we're going to have a Girls' Night Out 9, Silesia Sparks versus Taylor Hendricks, formerly of TNA, who we haven't seen since Girls' Night Out 7, I believe, in AIW. Nikki Storm looking to prove her herself in AIW versus Kimberly, the rough and tough Annie Social versus Jules Malone, Santana Garrett versus Jenny Rose, Melina Cruz versus Angel Dust versus Heidi Loveless in the first ever Girls Night Out three-way dance, Sassy Steffi versus Savannah Summers, Bates and Bale versus Jasmine and Jody, and counting in the main event, if AIW does their normal 
10-match show, there should be at least two matches that have yet to be announced, and we'll find out this Sunday. And then on Girls' Night Out 10, the social network, Nikki St. John and Heidi Loveless will be in tag team action. Kimberly versus Santana Garrett. Nikki Storm versus Mia Yim. Mickey Knuckles versus Jenny Rose. Shanna versus Savannah Summers. And then that main event. And if we keep the same formula of a 10-match card, there could be at least four matches that have yet to be announced. But let's get into the main event for both of these. We're, no matter what, we're seeing Allison K versus Veda Scott, the number one contender for the Women's Championship. We'll see that at Girls' Night Out 10, but the main event for 9 is Allison K with the dream tag team partner versus Veda Scott and her dream tag team partner. Recently on an episode of AIW's Intense TV, Aaron Bauer, friend of the show, caught up with Veda Scott as they talk about the main event for Girls' Night Out 9. Pardon the interruption, Aaron Bauer here in the locker room of the number one contender for the AIW Women's Championship, Miss Veda Scott. Miss Scott, Girls Night Out 9 and 10 are coming up. Girls Night Out 10, we know that you're going to be facing. This is set. Set in stone. You are going to be facing Allison Kay for the AIW Women's Championship. Oh, defeating, right, right, right. And becoming the new AIW Women's Champion. And before that, Girls Night Out 9, you have a match that's just been announced. Main event, I assume. Yes, You told me you would tell me as soon as you got the scoop, who am I going to be destroying on my way to Allison Kay? Just, just, just tell me. Just tell me. I could be well, anyone. Don't really matter. Actually, it's, it's Allison Kay. No, that doesn't make any sense. Well. It's completely redundant. It doesn't make any sense. It's not the same match, but you will be facing Allison Kay in a tag team match. Who's her, who's her partner? Oh, we don't know. Because it's been announced now, I can announce it, it's a dream partner tag team match. So, I think we know who your partner is. I mean, there's only one person I would dream of teaming with. Probably. Greg! Greg Iron! Right, of course! Greg Iron, my dream partner. Right, so, you and Gregory Iron will face the team of Allison Kay and whoever she picks as her dream partner. And that'll be the main event of... Girls in our nine, I know. Right. Did she decide yet? Did she, t- she doesn't told anyone. No, she doesn't told anyone. I don't have a scoop on that yet. So it'd be me and whoever, Greg, it's probably. Right. Uh, versus Allison and whoever she decides on. I mean, obviously Greg Iron is my dream partner. Right. We are former... <laughs> AIW Tag Team Champions. Absolutely. I just... I mean, obviously my number one choice would be Greg Iron. I just... I had a little more information about this. Do you know when I have to... I think you have to belt. And by the way, why would you need any more time than now? I mean, there's a dreamy partner here. I mean, taking I know that. Uh, you, did you need some time? I mean, we don't Are you questioning my judgment? No, not at all. Of course my dream partner is Greg Iron. Right, Allison Kay? It's you and... You know what? You have to belt time to tell me, too. It doesn't matter. I already have my dream partner. We're training. We're going to go training right now. I'll see you. Girls Night Out 9. Me and, and Greg Iron. Greg Iron. 
my dream partner. The only partner I've ever needed. <laughs> I have a dream that one day, October 6th, four young wrestlers will be judged not by the inability of Veda Scott, but by the content of my charisma. Veda, I already know who your partner is going to be at Girls Night Out 9. It only makes sense. One of you is a lawyer, one of you is a handicap. And Veda, I commend you for working through your disability. But that leaves the question, who does Allison Kay dream of? Let me tell you about a dream, Veda. Last night, I jumped into bed, tucked myself under the covers, laid my head on that pillow, and I had a dream. I had a dream that my partner would be so awesome, that my partner would be so amazing. I had a dream that my partner, if you don't already, would make you believe in karma. That's right. I had a dream that my partner would be none other, the one, the only, Mildred Burke. What? When? You don't pick up paper in three months, the whole world changes. Then there's only one option left. Who will be Allison Kay's mystery dream tag team partner? Will it be Haley Hatred? Will it be Karma of what's being handed there? Probably not. Will it be someone who's already on this card? Will it be a male wrestler? We'll find out this Sunday at Girls Night Out 9. But the Girls Night Out 10, the main event of the not only that particular show, but of the evening, Allison Kay putting up her women's championship against Veda Scott. Allison Kay hasn't lost a match since Mia Yim busted up her nose. Could we see the end of the road for Allison Kay's title run? Could we see Veda Scott become triumphant and finally win her first bit of singles gold in her entire career? Could we see the reign of Allison Kay continue to make a dominance? And could we see Veda Scott come up empty-handed? Before we find out what happens... This Sunday, Veda Scott, who, in my opinion, cut some of the best promos, had words to say to Allison Kay. I wasn't going to say anything else about Girls' Night Out. I just wanted to focus on October 6th and Allison Kay. But while I was thinking about what not to say, I started to reflect on my tenure in AIW. I came here to make a difference. I came here to right the wrongs committed against Greg Iron. But I also came here for myself, for the AIW women's title, Allison Kay's title. So yes, I've cheated. Yes, I've argued every decision. Yes, I've sniffed out every loophole I could find. But it was just a means to an end, month after month, while others have come and gone, I'm still here. Allison Kay, everything about you is intimidation. You're big, you're vicious, and you're the AIW women's champion. But the most intimidating thing about you is your confidence. At least, the illusion of confidence. You've made it no secret. In your head, this match is already won. I'm not a threat. But while you've been traveling the globe with Cleveland in your rear view, I've been surviving, thriving, 
I'm still here. I don't remember who said it first. It, it started as a joke while my matches started to get a little more violent. Someone said, Veda Scott has nine lives. Well, I'm not sure what the count's at right now, but if it means taking you out with me, I'm willing to lose a few more. So I don't know who's gonna walk out of Turner's Hall on Sunday clutching that AIW women's title. But trust me, AIW, trust me, Allison Kay, on October 6th, Beta Scott is leaving with your respect. So there you have it. After 47 minutes of the show, we are finally here. It is pretty much the end. All the rants aside, all the results, all the previews, we are all done. But before we go, let's go over everything just one last time. Girls Night Out 9 and 10 this Sunday, October 6th, 3 p.m. bell time for the first show. Turner's Hall, 7325 Guthrie Avenue, Cleveland, Ohio. Your combo tickets for the VIP front row are $40 and general admission is $30. But if you want to buy them separate, it's $25 for front row, $20 for general admission. Each show, might I add. But your first row VIP tickets include a meet and greet, question answer, session, and more. And we will see Silesia Sparks versus Taylor Henry. Nikki Storm versus Kimberly, Annie Social versus Jules Malone, Santana Garrett versus Jenny Rose, Melina Cruz versus Angel Dust versus Heidi Loveless, with the first Girls Night Out three-way dance, Sassy Steffi versus Savannah Summers, Bates and Bale versus Jasmine and Jody, your dream partner tag team main event, Allison Kay and her mystery partner versus Veda Scott and her mystery partner, with more matches to come, and you will only see and hear of them Girls Night Out 9. Same thing goes with Girls Night Out 10, with matches not all being announced, but we will see the social network in tag team action. Kimberly versus Santana Garrett, Nikki Storm versus Mia Yim, Mickey Knuckles versus Jenny Rose, Shanna versus Savannah Summers, and your main event of the evening, Allison Kay versus Veda Scott for the AIW women's title. I am looking forward to this event. There's a lot going on. I will be on my feet. I will be live tweeting. I will be going crazy. Even if I have to go out and buy a case of Red Bull for all my friends, we will be going nuts in Turner's Hall. And I would hope that you could join us, either following Ohio in your port on Twitter and anxiously awaiting the results or coming and experience what is AIW live for yourself. But that's not the only thing going on with AIW when things being announced. Like I said before, the Double Dare Tag Team Tournament has been announced. And it will be Friday, November 1st with the 7.30 bell time. Tickets will be $15 and $20 the day of the show. Unfortunately, I'm not sure that I'll be able to attend this event, but I will be playing it by ear, but it's not looking very likely. So far being announced in this tag team tournament, the Osirian Portal, Masa Sinophidian, Mark Andrews, and Pete Dunn from the UK will be making their return to AIW in tag team action. Hashtag Nixon of Bobby Beverly and Ricky Shane Page, the submission squad of Frenchie and the Fucker, that's right, Pierre Abernathy and Evangelistico. Hope and change Veda Scott and Gregory Iron, and the Jollyville Fuckets. It's been said that it will be an eight-team tag team tournament, and so that is six being named with two to come. And they will be having
having a few singles matches to break up the monotony of the tag team matches and break up the brackets. Michael Elgin will be having his rematch versus Josh Alexander with a no time limit match. That's all that's been announced for Double Dare. But in AIW, they always seem to look towards the future even more than we are expecting. They have announced that obviously we'll be getting Hell on Earth 9 Friday, November 29th, Black Friday at 7.30 p.m. Still at Turner's Hall, $15 tickets, $20 the day of the event. And making his debut in AIW will be none other than ROH's own Kevin Steen. I'm looking forward to making that event. I'm trying to make it to Double Dare, but with things going on in my life and trying to get this job and everything, it might not happen, but I'll see how everything goes. Thank you for listening to the Ohio Indie Report right here on Kayfabe Sports Radio, where it's all a work. Please, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, whatever is the best for you to follow these results. And not only just the Ohio Indie Report, but Kayfabe Sports Radio. And for everything Kayfabe Sports Radio, just visit www.kayfabesports.com. But for now, this is the Ohio Indie Report on Kayfabe Sports Radio, where it's all a work and you've been listening to the Ohio Indie Report. Fat 